It takes more than endlessly reviewing a bunch of similar frameworks and never picking one to be a great engineer. This is Soft Skills Engineering episode 371. I am your host, Dave Smith. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. Soft Skills Engineering is a weekly advice podcast for people who just can't pick that framework because a new one comes out before you can complete the research on the old one. Not even that. Can you really know a framework unless you've built a major application in it? So you're saying that shipping to production is the research. I think so. Yeah, you just have to ship to production a bunch of times with a and bunch then of different it. frameworks. <laughs> yep. Or you're risking making a poorly informed decision. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a one-way door. you get door. paralyzed by that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like how much, I mean, there's a pretty hard limit to how much you can find out in some cursory research versus real production use of a thing. And yeah. maybe the thing you picked really is way better, but you'll kind of never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just have to make a choice and go with it, I guess. I, I guess you do know because once you pick it, you decide that it is way better. Right. That's confirmation bias. It has a purpose. It saves you money. <laughs> it saves you from having to compare stuff. Yeah. All right. Should I thank our patrons? Go for it. Thank you so much to Nick Cantar, Braden Keynes, John Grant, Travis, Nick Hathaway, Oladapo Fadye, Ragnar, Jonathan King, WebTow, Awesome and 10 Testing, Will Angel, Monkey Face Emoji, Ira Chan, Patreon.com, We're Hiring, Tuscarawas, Ohio, I Practiced, Craig Motlin, I Love Mavis, Alice Jost, Owen Shardle, Jenny Kim, Owens, or Cody Sale, sorry, Kent C. Dodds, Noah Fraser Logue, The Reelect Jameson Dance Committee, Santa Hopar, The Reelect Jameson Dance Boogie Brigade, and The Computer Science Book.com, and Trash Panda. I don't know why I said and for the second to last and the last one. <laughs> Double and. It's like, yeah, it's the next evolution of the Oxford comma. That's exactly the, what I was just thinking. And. The double and. <laughs> it's the Oxford yeah. and. Yeah, it's actually grammatically correct in my house and <laughs> slowly will spread. Uh, if you want to join this list of people, hear me mispronounce their names or whatever they put in, then you can go to softskills.audio and click support us on Patreon. And any amount will get you invited to our Slack community and any amount big enough will get you a shout out in the show uh and any amount even bigger enough will get you know i'm gonna say even though we haven't discussed this beforehand there's probably an amount of money that would cause me to get a tattoo of whatever you put (laughs) i'm not gonna say what it is but you can just try and see is that enough after you put it in our bank account then we'll tell you if it was enough yeah it ain't cheap i'll tell you that Thank you, though. We appreciate it. Despite our callous jokes about how we need the money to pay for yachts, we don't have any yachts. It's it's to help keep the show going, help pay for expenses yes. around producing it. So thank you. We really appreciate it. We don't have any yachts yet. Yes. Yes. The podcast has not achieved the yacht level of success, but few do, and we hope to join those ranks. So One day. Yeah. It'll be a land yacht because we don't live anywhere near a land, water. <laughs> a land yacht. Is that just a couch? <laughs> what is a land yacht it's like really? a couch on wheels it's motorized well i know to achieve that we need to answer some questions do you okay. want to read our first question dave yes this comes from a listener named kate who says hi dave and jameson i'm in a situation where my predecessor jane was a super helpful mary poppins type she did anything and everything beyond her role for the sake of being a team player i was told she even went as far as providing homemade snacks for meetings i on the other hand am a one-trick pony <laughs> I only do the tasks I'm paid for. <laughs> I'm, o- <laughs> I'm often indirectly compared to her and worry I'll be seen as inadequate despite doing my duties well. Should I go with the old reliable 
<laughs> I think I know what you mean by that. <laughs> or wait to see if her legacy fades. Thank you so much. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. The snack. How do you know? What was the name? Jane? How do you know Jane wasn't being paid for the snacks? Ah. Maybe yeah. these were... I mean, you could ask for a snack-based raise. Yeah. Or I mean, I'm just thinking about a world where... you. You know when you sell a product to consumers, it costs one thing, and then you sell that same product to a company, and it costs 10 times more? I was yeah. thinking you could make that's, a lot of money. That's called on. enterprise support. Yes, exactly. I was thinking enterprise <laughs> snacks. <laughs> oh, no, no. These aren't brownies. These are enterprise brownies. They're $15 yeah. a piece. <laughs> it's $30,000 a month to get a regular <laughs> delivery of brownies. That's right. And my commitment that I will make more if you ask for them. Look, I even made a pricing webpage for it. You have... One brownie, 50 cents. You know, if you buy the two brownie plan, they're 40 cents a piece. And if you yeah. want the uh, enterprise version, contact sales. <laughs> oh, I've, I've definitely felt inadequate compared to people I was, I was replacing or not even replacing, but used to be there and, and heard references to. I have not felt this specific thing of they, they made homemade snacks. Jane used to bring brownies, Kate. <laughs> where are the yeah. brownies we used to have brownies at wow. every sprint planning yeah well steven used to knit us all mittens every winter <laughs> what have you done for us jameson besides the work you're paid to do yep <laughs> oh man it is so painful to follow an overachiever yeah maybe they burnt out maybe that's why jane doesn't work there anymore. yeah jane's like oh if i have to make another pan of brownies for this stupid scrum master i'm gonna lose my mind (laughs) (laughs) oh i mean there there's there's what is fair which is you shouldn't compare yourself to someone else who did a bunch of stuff that wasn't part of the job and what is happening, which is other people are comparing you to someone else who did a bunch of stuff that wasn't part of the job. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know how helpful the advice of just don't worry about it is, but... <laughs> just make the team some brownies and move on. <laughs> I think that is true, though, that, that, yeah, you don't have to do the stuff your predecessor did. I know, but the expectations, Jameson, how do you deal with the crippling expectations? I suspect there are things that you do better than Jane, but... It's kind of a faux pas to say, boy, Jane really sucked at this thing. We're so glad that <laughs> yeah. you you do maybe, this better. Maybe Jane was covering for like all the bugs she was introducing by bringing in treats every time there was a new bug. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's possible. Yeah, what do you what do you do? I'll be seen as inadequate despite doing my duties well. I mean, if you're doing your duties well, that's what matters. And maybe maybe you can you know how they say, uh, rev- uh, what do they say? Uh, the best revenge is good living, something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's any revenge needed here, but doing your duties well for a long period of time, I think your coworkers will appreciate you more for that than for, I'll just, I'll just use the term gimmicks, even though that's a little bit, that's a little bit harsher of a term than I mean to use here. But I mean, here you had a coworker who was doing their job, presumably okay, I don't really see anything about the performance, but also doing gimmicks on top of the job. Now, gim- like I said, gimmicks is a little strong because 
this is this makes work fun. You know, sometimes you do fun things for your team. You bring in snacks. Mm-hmm. You uh, do extra little nice things. And and actually, I think everyone could benefit from doing a little bit of that from time to time to make it. Yeah. You know, to just make it pleasant. But no amount of snacks, homemade snacks or otherwise, can compensate for someone who doesn't do their job well. And over time, I really don't care how many plates of just absolutely phenomenal kolaches you bring into the office. If what you, you how many get, what? Oh, kolaches. What is that? Oh, Jameson. I think I'm going to recommend to you a restaurant, and your life is about to get better. Oh, I've been there. I just have never said this is a, one of the long list of words that I've never said out loud. <laughs> we just reduce that list by one. They're yummy. Yeah, they're they're like stuffed. What are they? Stuffed roll biscuit things? Yeah, they're like super soft. The ones I've had are like super soft rolls filled with delicious meats and cheeses and sauces. And from the outside, they just look like a roll, but then you bite in and it's like, oh, this is so much more. Which is a metaphor for how we all should be. (laughs) You get to know me and I'm so much more. (laughs) Yeah, I'm full of delicious surprises. Okay, I totally threw you off. No matter how many plates of delicious piping kolaches. hot kolaches you bring into the, <laughs> the team yeah. if all you do is make the team miserable because of all the bugs you're delivering or the not getting tasks done and they have to hold your hand and finish things for you it just doesn't matter you know so while while it certainly is nice for someone to do that the best thing you can do for your team is be an excellent contributor until the memory fades i'm going to take a different angle at it which is that you don't have to people are not perfectly interchangeable and everyone brings their own personality and preferences to the role and i i know that kate and jane are different people and it sounds like just have different approaches to work and that's that's fine i have fond memories of lots of people that i've worked with that doesn't mean that i wish everyone i worked with now were like the people that i have fond memories of Mm. so i think another way to look at it i mean i'm often indirectly compared to her i guess that I'm kind of saying maybe they're not comparing you, but Kate is saying I am <laughs> indirectly compared to her. So maybe this all is useless. But Well, isn't that kind of the subtitle of our podcast? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe this is all useless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think you can hear people say nice things about someone who used to be there without thinking, I need to do that, or that's criticism of me not doing that. And I'm saying this to you while being utterly incapable of achieving <laughs> that. <laughs> like, make no mistake here. Yeah. Uh, In other words, you would read the situation exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think if you can recognize, is there a, a concern about your work performance? And and so I, I could see a lot of these super helpful Mary Poppins things being helpful for morale, for example, or relationships with people. And is there some kind of higher level outcome you can tie them to? Like maybe Jane got along really well with people and that made it easy to collaborate on bug fixes or work well with the designers on, on projects or I don't know. There's some outcome that you could try and achieve. Anytime there was a conflict, Jane just started singing a spoonful of sugar and everyone just got along. <laughs> a spoonful of tickets. Make the... <laughs> Project manager. Makes production go down. <laughs> Makes production go down. <laughs> I do love the idea of deploying on a Friday afternoon and then just floating off on your umbrella. Like, 
Goodbye, <laughs> children. Goodbye. <And> like, <laughs> Production is broken. <laughs> Come Goodbye. Back. I can't hear you, children. <laughs> <laughs> What's Mary Poppins going to pull out of her bag this Friday afternoon? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think if you can look at if you can look at the outcomes that that you feel like need to be achieved, you can achieve those in a different way. Maybe maybe this is a management role and maybe that kind of stuff helped bring the team together. And there's lots of ways to bring a team together that don't involve being Mary Poppins. So you could find something that fits your personality and style. So <laughs> Goodbye, children. Sorry. Yeah, Goodbye. That's all yeah. I can think of is <laughs> Mary Poppins. I say this um, prepped to begin a Friday deploy soon yes. after we record. So <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> my umbrella is at the ready. So I, I kind of want to address what some might consider the elephant in the room here, but you know, mo- most engineering teams tend to be composed of men. And here we have a woman on the team and it's like, well, Jane was a woman and Jane brought in snacks. You're a woman. How come you're not bringing in snacks? Mm-hmm. And I worry that that might be playing at play here. And I, I don't think it's your job as the woman to deflect that, but I would like to advise all the men listening to not fall into that little trap and think yeah. that all women must behave the same, you know, even if they are rare on your team and i might suggest yeah. that they're rare on your team because you're reacting this way <laughs> <laughs> potentially because you have a an unspoken added requirement that is yes. gender-based for bringing in snacks exactly yeah every woman we hire quits after two months of interacting with me i don't get it yeah that's a good call out that there's definitely a potential for gendered expectations here oh yeah for and sure. and frankly i mean without following mary poppins uh but but yeah certainly could be exacerbated by that it could be anyway so cut cut that right out (laughs) that's just dumb yeah but i i do think you know the question basically says should i should i quit my job or should i wait to see if the legacy fades the legacy will fade i'm quite confident in that well it it will never disappear but you know there will always be times like oh remember remember jane and her delicious piping hot licorice that she made from home that took three months of labor-intensive work and every Christmas she brought in this delicious... Anyway, that will never go away because people like that stuff, you know? And so you'll hear about it, but I'm gonna kind of giving the benefit of the doubt to the commenters here, but I, I would hope that they're not saying that to try to persuade you into doing it, doing the same thing that she did. Yeah. I really hope that. Uh, and they could be, Certainly but could be some some unconscious bias here. Yeah, too, unco- maybe unconsciously. I don't know. I, about it. I have pretty rose a rose-colored view of the world sometimes, and maybe this is one of those moments. But if they are yeah. trying to pressure you to do that, I would... Oh, man, I don't even know how to advise you, but that's just garbage. Maybe that's where you quit your job. Is try to determine yeah. if this is subconscious or conscious. And if it's conscious, maybe make your way out of there. If it's subconscious, yeah. just let it fade and deal with the unfortunate situation. Yeah. How's that for crappy advice? It's great for crappy advice. Just pull your umbrella out of your bag and float away. I So I lived in in Brazil for a couple of years when I was younger. And I would move every few months and kind of like take the place of someone who's there before me. And there were times where I definitely felt like this, where I remember hearing someone say, oh, the, the person who was here before you could do a backflip. Like, oh, okay (laughs) i mean i I sure can't and they weren't saying directly hey you need to be able to do a backflip but it was sort of like the legend of the predecessor (laughs) was so great and marvelous and like well here i am i can talk words (laughs) (laughs) 
I bet you could do a kickflip on a skateboard, though. I have landed very few of those. I never got kickflips down. Okay. I could do heel flips better than kickflips, but also couldn't do them now. So yeah, yeah, maybe I should have tried that and said, "Is this what you meant by backflip?" <laughs> Flip a skateboard over. <laughs> what if you? But I do remember. You... Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just gonna say I do remember that fading, and and people still had fond memories. Of, of my predecessor but it wasn't every day like jameson every time i look at you i just think there goes someone who can't do a backflip yep so I, I think it is i think <laughs> it is more acute right now when you're yeah when you're maybe newer in the role what if you lived your life where every time someone said oh hey your predecessor could do x and you would then spend the next year becoming an expert on that topic just mm. just double down into it yeah yeah you Okay, yeah. Your goal is to be the nightmare of everyone after you yes. trying to live up to you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> why why shoot for Mary Poppins when you can shoot for I don't know, world conqueror? Oh, she she brought in homemade snacks, eh? Well, I started a garden <laughs> and grew these plants. It took me 10 years to grow the trees that produce this super rare plant i had to i had to install hydroponics in my home to generate these because they don't grow naturally here in this climate yeah i uh, that's cute that jane brought in snacks i actually turned my neighborhood into an autonomous nation and we're joining the un pretty soon so (laughs) sorry if stuff is late sometimes i'm trying to vote in the security council (laughs) okay Okay. Have we answered this question? Oh, not well, but it's at least all we got to offer. <laughs> Best you, of luck. Why don't you read our next one? All right. I will read it, and this question will forever be compared to the previous one. <laughs> yes. This is from an anonymous listener who says, I have been involved in a project in the architecture design and code review stages that has been ongoing for several months now. I've put many hours and days in supporting the project's success, but only on the engineering side and not on the PM side. I assume that means product or project management. Yeah, that's what I thought. The, obliga- the obligatory announcement email blast came not too long ago, and my name was dropped from the pretty long list of people who had been involved with the different aspects of this project. On the one hand, I feel that I should have been acknowledged for my contribution to the project's success, especially when exposure to LT is at play here. Does that? that I think LT stands team. for leadership team. Yeah. But on the other hand, I don't want to play politics at work. I want to make great products for our customers while learning a lot and working with smart people. My question is, should I care? I hate the fact that it's even bothering me. See, there you answered your own question, I think, at the very end. Yeah. Should I care? Yes, because you hate the fact that it's bothering you? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Uh, Sort of. I was thinking more like the opposite. (laughs) Oh. Like, no? Wait. Like, no, you shouldn't care. I I mean, if, if you hate the fact that it bothers you... That, that it wasn't there, then maybe you shouldn't care about it. I guess that's what I'm thinking. Just don't let it bother you, LOL. <laughs> I know that has never in my life ever worked for me. <laughs> Just don't let it bother you? Yeah, saying this thing is bothering me, I, I now I choose for it not to bother me. Are there people like that? There probably are, huh? There are probably I think there people are. who say, mm-hmm. I just am, I have decided that this doesn't bother me anymore. And I've it chosen not to be troubled by that anymore. You will not hold me captive, you annoying thought. I can do it with effort and time. 
maybe there are people who do it like Superman stepping into the phone booth and just instantly out, like yeah and no longer bothered <laughs> yeah because I can fly because I'm Superman <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what could possibly bother me I'm invincible and I can fly <laughs> It turns out oh. not a lot can bother you when you're invincible. <laughs> this would bother me. Getting getting cut out? Yeah, if it was a long list of people and I felt like I'd contributed for quite a while. Yeah. I mean, there's also probably an upper bound of how long the list could reasonably be. Yeah. So maybe maybe if this is a thing that thousands of people have touched and then there are lots of other people in your position. But if 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 it looks like the list is pretty complete without me i would be even more bothered how so what do you mean by complete without you if i knew oh this is like a fraction of the people that worked on it and and i don't know how exactly they got picked but i didn't get picked to be included in this list but so did, a bunch of other people are in the same boat i think i would be bothered less than if it felt like say i have a bunch of people on my team who contributed in the same way as i did and they're all on the list yes and i am not yes that'd be more frustrating like, like if it cut out all engineers yeah you might be like oh no engineers got recognized here this is just yeah or it's or not like a lot of the engineers got left off it's yeah just yeah whoever made this didn't wasn't in touch with engineering yeah yeah exactly and i think that that's an angle i'd like to explore and there's there's an adjacent explanation here which is just it was an accident they left your name off it's totally possible and that might have its own set of implications but like how could they forget you you know but yeah. that kind of thing happens a lot in fact, th- this is one of the reasons oh, I struggle with this when I'm, when I'm doing some kind of public praise or recognition for someone who's made a contribution. Sometimes I'll just recognize the team by name, and sometimes I'll recognize the individuals by their names, and yeah. I just sweat bullets that I've left someone off that list, you know? Do you notice in those afterwards at the end of books when the authors thank people, there's often a section that's like, I don't want to thank people who yes. contributed in this way because i'll leave people off the list right i have read that mm-hmm. i think that's describing what you're so what they cut everyone out saying too i don't yeah. think anyone because i don't want yeah. to hurt a single person you know who you are yeah you <laughs> you know who i should be thinking of right now and probably am not <laughs> yeah i guess the problem here is this is sort of like the audience is is different at work where yeah they know you uh, right yeah, they they know you, and theoretically, this affects future opportunities and, yeah. and promotion and right that kind of stuff. It's not like an author. I don't know. Maybe for their peers who read the books, they're like, "Oh, yeah, who did you use for an editor? I want I want to look at that name and use that in my book." But yeah, I certainly don't know. Yeah, like, I don't think yeah, I've ever read a thank you or an acknowledgement section in a book and thought, "Oh yeah, Barbara, <laughs> I remember yeah. Barbara." <laughs> I've never known anyone. I can't believe they left out so and so. Yeah, no, nah, exactly. Maybe that's because I don't know yeah. many authors. Yeah, I, I would, if you know where the list came from, that could be a useful thing to dig into to figure out what do they know about contributions and, and mm-hmm. why didn't they know about my contribution? And it could be there's some abstraction in between. Like maybe there was a manager somewhere yeah. that, that was kind of representing the team. And they just forgot about you? Yeah, or it could be... Because this is, they hate you. Well, it it could be the person making this list has kind of a keyhole view of the project and they happen to have talked with a few people in engineering or who had done that kind of work, but they just didn't talk to you because 
you're right. working on other stuff and and yeah. sort of happenstance you you could think about this if you wanted to make yourself feel bad you could think this is a reflection <laughs> of how important and impactful my contributions were and they were not important and impactful enough to be recognized on this list and well i'll say there there's given enough impact you would have made the list yeah but there's a wide range of like useful contributions that still might not rise to the level of someone's memory uh, uh, specifically yes. this person's memory who made the list yes you are you are so right and especially in engineering because there is so much behind the scenes nuts and bolts in the boiler room like i like to say where you're just not front and center in the spotlight and so much engineering gets done that nobody ever even notices or appreciates just because it's hard to see you know, like, who, yeah. did you expect the PMs to go look at all your PR comments, you know, code review comments? Probably not. Did you expect them yeah. to see all the the hours you spent sweating bullets about the architecture and design? No, probably not. They just can't see that stuff. And so if you, and I will say, this is actually a problem for people professionally, in, especially in engineering, where so much of the work we do is just nearly darn impossible to see. There are no hammers being swung. There's no on-stage moments, hardly at all. So if you want to be recognized for your work, and I would submit that being recognized for your work is an important part of career advancement and getting bigger, more responsibility and having more influence and impact. If you want that. It just feels good too. I mean, separate from yeah, the, it's, it's nice. It's nice yeah, to it's feel nice appreciated. It's nice when people say thank you or recognize your, your efforts. Absolutely. Yeah. If that is something you want, then I would suggest that it's possible that in this situation you were absent from a bunch of key, let's just call them meetings. And that that's where, honestly, I believe it is in meetings where recognition is credited. Or sorry, it's where your recognition bank account gets deposited into. Hmm. So like, for example, product team and engineering team are debating how to implement something. There's there's a way to do it that would be a lot less expensive, but still deliver almost all the value for the for the end user. And someone comes up with that idea, Right. People are going to remember that, especially the product team, which in this case sounds like are the people that were writing the list and presenting it. They're going to remember that kind of thing. But if you aren't in the meeting because you're off doing architecture design and code review kind of quietly, they won't even know what you did. And so meetings, 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 that's where these things happen. And if you can develop the skill of being a valuable participant in meetings where important decisions are being made, it will be very hard for people to forget your contributions. I'm going to add some nuance to what you said, which is People will remember the person who talked about it most loudly, not necessarily the person who came up with the idea or implemented yes. the idea. Yes. And I think that's where the politics and negative effects of politics can come in, where people are kind of jockeying for credit or, mm -hmm. or and I don't know if this is a direct lesson for you right now, but I think it's could be a lesson for future you or folks in leadership positions in general. It's really, really important to try to be generous and accurate, recognizing the contributions of folks, especially if they're not the kind of person who speaks loudly in meetings, because that that they'll get it. That'll happen just kind of yep. from how people work. But it, it really can bring a team together and motivate a team if you make a little bit of effort to point out like, hey, uh, if someone mentions a great idea and then either misattributes it or, or just kind of Mm -hmm. doesn't say who it came from you could say and that was from so-and-so yeah that's very helpful that yeah that can go really far just a little you don't even have to go out of your way and say hey i just want to give credit you can just say yes i also liked john's idea 
you know, yeah. you can just kind of subtly work it in. It's like guerrilla yeah. marketing or something. Yeah. And, and maybe that's a, if you are one of the loud people, you can absorb ideas just by, you, you have like this gravity about you from talking about things and kind of being able to work them out in meetings or, or explain them in meetings. And if you can be careful about giving credit too, that also helps. And it doesn't diminish your efforts or role either. I think it's, it's like a, it looks good if you're, if you're explaining stuff to people and say, also, this was so-and-so's idea. Exactly. I think it's, it's like, it's not a zero sum thing in a lot of cases. Totally not. And I think people, I think some people, I, I don't feel this way, but I think some people do think it is a zero sum game where if they give credit, that means that's credit that they can't get. But yeah. actually, when you give credit to someone else, people respect you more, I think, because they know that you're not a credit hoarder, which yeah. is just as painful. Yeah. Well, have we answered this? I, I want to address one more question here. Um, so a question and a sub-question. So the final question was, should I care? And I think we made a pretty good case for why you should care about generally receiving credit for the work you did. Career success, satisfaction, happiness, your entire self-worth depends on it. I'm just getting on that last thing. <laughs> but, but, but then it said specifically, I, I felt bad about this because this list went to the leadership team and I worry that they won't notice my name. And I will say this, if a list in an email or a list in a presentation that's long of names doesn't does or doesn't have your name on it, and that was the only exposure the leadership team was going to have to your work, they were already not going to remember you. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's kind of sad, but it's true. If if you were expecting your name on a list of say 30 people to be the thing that kind of rings a bell in the leadership team's mind or gets your their attention, that's not going to do it. Like you got to tell these people, these people deal with so many things all the time. They're going to have to hear your name 10 times before they go, oh yeah, that's a real solid contributor on the team. And just seeing it once on an email list is just not going to, not going to do it for them. And that goes back to meetings and exposure and giving credit. So I think you're saying this didn't make or break anything. No. Maybe you're, you're, you're one list presence behind where you could have been but yeah it's not like it, it it isn't isn't some binary like they didn't know you now they do yeah no no i've i've never heard of someone getting recognized by someone in a leadership role because their name was on a list once and that was the only thing yeah. i ever heard about them you know yeah. pe- people who make positive consistent contributions to the success of a company or organization their names tend to be mentioned over and over. Like, you know, I sit, I'm, I'm on, a, on a leadership team right now and I know the names. I could rattle off the names of the top four or five people in my company whose names we hear at the leadership level often. And it's because mm-hmm. we get status reports and things from people regularly who say, oh yeah, and so-and-so, they were a, a major player in this effort. And those names accumulate in our minds and we know who they are. And then there's also a whole list of people whose names I don't really know what they do because I just don't hear about them. And so, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard. Like it, it's a it's a real soft game here you have to play where, and it's not even really a game so much, but doing really quality work and then making sure people know you did the quality work is extra challenging. It's like, you know, it's like now you have to take off your quality work hat and put on your marketing hat and make sure people know that it happened. Yeah, know? yeah. And it's hard for that to go to the leadership level unless you yourself have a good leadership chain. Like Jameson was saying, if they're really good at, what's the word? Celebrating their own team members. Yeah, team members' contributions. So again, maybe, so James, I want to riff on something you said a minute ago where this is maybe for a future question asker. But 
I have a habit with all the people that report to me where I ask them every week in our one-on-ones, one of my standing questions is, please tell me about some of the outstanding contributions of your team members this week. And they know the question is coming and they sometimes they'll prepare for it during the week. And sometimes they'll have a written list of some of the things that they notice throughout the week to put on my list just so I can hear, you know, so-and-so did a major refactor and it, and it shipped without any issues to production. And now the rest of the team was praising them and, and this and that. And I love this stuff because I, I write these things down and I have just a, a document many pages long of all of these little contribution anecdotes. And then later when, when the time comes for me to make important decisions, like maybe doing recognition for the team, or maybe doing you know, performance evaluations or things, I review these anecdotes so I can recall what are the major contributions of each of these, of these people. And mm-hmm. a lot of people get on that, on that list, but you know, some people don't. And that's in part because, or could be in part because they don't contribute at the level that gets, them, gets their manager excited, but it could also be that the manager is just failing to, to deliver that information to me. You know? Yeah. So really, really important to pass that stuff up the chain. Yeah. Well, I believe this means we've answered the question. What do you think? I believe so. And I just want to recognize your contribution, Jameson, to today's question. I'll tell our boss how good of a job you did. I was about to say I wanted to recognize you (laughs) for your excellent contribution. Why don't we go together hand in hand to our mutual boss and and just tell them how great we are. The shadowy figure behind the podcast. Yes. Is this the beginning of like more podcast lore? (laughs) (laughs) The true origin story. Yeah. All right. Good luck. There will be more opportunities. Absolutely. What can people do if they would like their own questions answered? Go to softskills.audio and click the ask a question button. If you'd like to recognize a peer, you can do that there. Or you can ask a question, whatever whatever suits you. And thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts, our recognition-starved hearts, for everyone who fills <laughs> out that question every week. We just love it. We hear from you. We love reading your questions. And boy, does it give us interesting perspectives on the kinds of challenges people face at work. It's just absolutely wonderful to hear. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. We will catch you next week.